0: Good good afternoon. It's uh it's 12:31 right now. And I hope that you're also faring on well. And the less we focus on what's going on in the outside world and get inside ourselves to see what where we actually stand, what we what is going on in our lives. <clears throat> we have to look at the bigger picture of what is coming above all the situations that are, you know, are happening around the world, because even if there will be wars and upheavals and chaos and confusion, we have to rise beyond this, this, uh, you know, upheaval that is, you know, that is hitting people. And as I said about the safe places, and I told you that many things are happening in the world today, that it's It's not easy to kind of pinpoint where it is that you're going to be safer and where it is that you're going to like you need to start packing up and leaving because it's it's kind of like what's going on in the world today. So today I want to talk about there are two brides of Christ by the way today. I mean have been existing for centuries especially after the Uh, the kingdom of heaven after the reign of the kingdom of heaven was brought down to the earth by Jesus Christ so the two brides are one of the bride I called one of the brides the runaway bride of Christ okay this runaway bride of Christ were once part of the early church okay but they branched out and they went their own way, and they've been, they're joined to the world. And this is wh- whom I call the runaway bride. They're part of the organized church, and I'm calling—I'm talking about all the denominations, de- denom- denominational churches, including Catholics, Catholicism. These are the runaway brides of Christ. Now, there's another bride of Christ called the new mystical bride of Christ. Okay, so these bride of Christ are the ones who have branched out. From the main bride of Christ, okay, it's just like the Seventh Day Adventist, the way they did, like they were trying to distinguish themselves from other Christians. But you know, nowadays they're just all the same. It, it, it doesn't matter which, which, or when they go to church, whether it's Saturday or Sunday, they're all the same with the part of the denominational churches, because actually they're not preaching the uh the three angels' messages, which they were supposed to be preaching. And that's another whole story with Ellen G. White and uh, the Reformation of the Church. She wanted to reform the Church because there were various reformers of the Church, like Luther, uh, uh, John Has, uh, Will. Uh, what was his name? William Miller, who was like the group that branched out from the main denomination or churches of Protestantism, and they became the Seventh Day Adventist. I mean, this is a long story. But anyway, we'll get to that. We'll just have to go st- slowly by slowly until p- you kind of understand and get the bigger picture of what is really going on in this world today. And then you'll be able to know which where you belong, whether you belong to the runaway bride of Christ, which is the old bride of Christ, and then the new bride of Christ. Okay, it's, like, it's more like um the Old Testament where the Jews, you know, there was this expectation of the coming Messiah. But the Jews, most of the Jews, almost all of them, they, when Jesus came, they realized, well, this is not the Messiah. We we cannot accept this Messiah. We, we want our own Messiah. We're still waiting for him. And we're going to wait for him. He's going to come. He's going to come. And so they've remained in the old ways of doing things. And they just don't like the new ways of doing things. And this is what I call the old runaway bride of Christ okay and the new bride of, bride of Christ is connected to the new covenant they have accepted Christ they kind of live in his ways and this um, okay the old bride okay accepts you know they, they accept that the Messiah has come but the problem is they haven't allowed the Holy Spirit to actually transform them you know what I mean like Jesus is supposed to transform when he comes into your life to transform to transform the body of Christ. Okay? He's supposed to transform the body of Christ so that they can imitate him and his blessed mother and he's and they're supposed to be like um be refined uh by fire and they have to go through their trials and when they come out of the trials they're supposed to be as white and as pure as anything. So, this old uh, bride they're not transformed they're worse than they were even before they became Christians <laughs> I'm not even joking, but it's the truth I mean these people yes they say they're, Christ, they're they, they, they they follow Christ and they're part of his kingdom and that's why Jesus says that we have to distinguish between uh people who call themselves Christians, okay, who call themselves Christ like and they're following Christ, and those who just call oh, who just uh profess Christianity and who say, Oh yes, I'm a Christian and but you when you look at them, their ways, the way they dress, the way they are, they, their lifestyles, their habits, you realize, oh my gosh, these people are just deceiving themselves because they, they, they say they are Christians but they just don't behave like that. You know, it's just in the way that um, as a, the biggest example which I've given is St. Teresa, who was made a saint, okay, Sister Teresa, and inside she had nothing, she had no Jesus, she was always searching for him, she was supposed to take Jesus to the poor, instead she was going to look for Jesus among the poor, it's kind of like contradictory, right? And she was living this life lying to the world that she's just such a perfect saint. And that's how Christians are today. Today, these professed Christians are like, oh, I'm a Christian, you know, on the outside. You can see them behave looking, uh, you know, they'll dress, you know, to the nines and all that. And, you know, look like they're very humble and... On the outside you think that they're the best people they're the best Christians in the world but guess what if you were to live with them you would actually start questioning their Christianity and ask them really uh, you call yourself a Christian but you just don't do anything Christ like and you don't even behave like Jesus seriously Jesus would not behave like that so that is why I'm saying that there are two bread of Christ okay today whether they call themselves the bread of Christ that's okay they can call themselves the bread of Christ this bride of Christ, who are the runaway brides, okay, of Christ, and Jesus has been trying to go after the runaway brides, but they've refused to come back to him. And so, you know what Jesus said? Because they have become lukewarm, and uh, and it's in the seventh, um, the seven, uh, what are they, the seven churches of Revelation, okay? These are the stages of the church and the way it, um, it, it went on to become. And the last stage that uh, Jesus talks about is the lukewarm stage, the lukewarm stage of the church, okay, the seventh church age, which is the lukewarm. And he says that it's, it's either they become cold or hot or else he will just spit them out because he's just, you know, tired and fed up. He's always been asking them, you have to be one, you cannot be, you know, both. You cannot be lukewarm and you cannot be cold. It doesn't work like that. So, hmm, mhm, and to the church, okay, it's Revelations 3.14, and unto the angel of the church of the Laudations, right, the angel here in Revelations means the messenger of the church of that age. So, like, Ellen White was a messenger of the church of uh, the Seventh-day Adventists, okay, And we have other angels who have been asked to come out of this, okay? They're in the synagogue of Satan who say they're Jews and they lie. And then we have other angels. There are seven messengers, okay? Angel messengers. And they're not just uh, in the realm of the angels. These messengers are real messengers who have been doing the work of transforming the church of Christ, okay? Hmm. And that's why they're called angels here in the Bible. Because they act as angels of God. Messengers of God. So. Okay. These things says the Amen. The faithful and true witness. The beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works. That thou art neither cold nor hot. I would. Thou art cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spit you out of my mouth. Because you say you are rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayst be rich and white raiment. That thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thy eyes with is love, <laughs> that thou mayest see. Okay, I don't like this kind of language, though. It's kind of like too much uh, Englishy. <laughs> it's Okay, it's not American English. It's kind of like a British or something. Okay, but anyway, we can still understand. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten and be zealous, and therefore repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will dine with him and he with me. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me okay, uh, in thy throne, even as I also overcame, and I'm set down with my father in his throne. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit and to the churches so Jesus is has come here with the message of these messages of the churches the seven churches that exist that are represented by seven candles which are the Jews were representing seven okay seven is a number which is very significant and with the way the stages of the churches have um, have you know they were started and began so we also have here, the seventh church age, which is the one which I call the runaway bride of Christ, okay, because and there's the new bride of Christ, okay, which is part of the mystical church, uh, one with the mystical church. So it's it's different, whatever. We, so there are two roads here. There's this road where the, the runaway bride is going to, okay, joined with the world. And there's another way here, another road, which leads to the mystical city of God, the mystical church, the mystical Jerusalem. Okay, so we have two roads, and it's up to you to distinguish which side are you on. Is it the runaway bride of Christ, because you may call yourself Christians, but still you're part of the world, or is it where you're going to shed everything from within you, and pass through this narrow road, okay, the mystical, you know, road, and decide that I want to get to that mystical city, and I know it will not be easy, I just have to endure everything, so I was going through a lot, but I realized one thing, I, I have been seeing visions of how Jesus was betrayed, and it kind of like mirrors how what I've been going through myself, and I have to mirror this whatever it is that I've been going through and I, I, I and and when I saw Jesus how he was betrayed, I realized, oh my God, Jesus must have suffered a lot because he was going to suffer this biggest rejection from people who actually were walking with him, okay, step by step to the end. So it's like, during the end of the ministry of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he suffered the greatest betrayal in all history, and even more than the betrayal that I go through today. I mean, this betrayal is nothing. (laughs) Let me just say, it's small compared to the betrayal and the kind of suffering that Jesus went through. So all of those who have walked with him, okay, except for his Blessed Mother, Mary Immaculate, they walked away and left him alone in the cold to suffer and he was praying alone because he wanted the the, the disciples to spend an hour in prayer with him but the disciples decided well I'm too too sleepy Christians today well I just wanna sleep a little bit longer you know I think I'm too sleepy I just need to sleep It's, it's dark praying for an hour I don't think I'll be able to do that yeah Many of us feel that way sometimes. You're like going to sleep or you just want to sleep and sleep until morning and you don't care what's coming next. Yes, the world was doomed. Yet, when Jesus came into the world, this is what I want you to get. Satan had the countless number of souls in his grasp. Ready to betray their only hope of achieving eternal life. He had already many souls back in the day. Just like Noah. (laughs) So when Noah was told to build this ark. you are going to save you and your family. Preach to people. Tell them to turn. Tell them to repent. Tell them to come to the ark. Tell them to come to to my ark of covenant. You know. They need to come so that they can be safe. This is like a physical situation. But the people back in Noah's day. They were like. You are a fool you are crazy, you are just nuts, you don't know what you're talking about, you are, you're the one who's going to hell, not us, us, we are okay, people were getting married, people were having kids back then, people, they didn't know what was coming, I mean, if you were to tell people that there's a storm coming, they will look at you and say, you're crazy, the weather is so sunny, how can there be a storm, Right? (laughs) Okay, so this is exactly what happened at that time. People were just busy. People perhaps were fighting, and they were living life the, like uh normal. They didn't even care if there was something that was going to come. It's like when you when you're t- you know there's no warning bell that like a tsunami is on its way. So you're like oh, whatever, tsunami is not gonna get me. Oh, oh wait wait wait. This is how Christians think today. Okay, the professed professing Christians, they're like. Oh, a tsunami? Oh, please, come on. Jesus Jesus will help me walk on that water. Trust me. <laughs> okay, so they'll be like, Oh, don't worry. There's no tsunami. Tsun- tsunamis are just in the past, guys. The dark ages are gone. We're now living in the golden ages. <laughs> That's what they think. Okay. And then afterwards, when the tsunami comes, and then they're not saved, they'll be like, So... Was, did you really have any faith that Jesus was going to save you? He, the only person who can be saved really is the one who has a, a huge amount of faith. One who actually listens to Jesus Christ when he tells them, I am coming to warn my people. You need to prepare yourself and you need to be alert. And when I tell you something that this place is not safe, don't go there. If, 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 you know, when, when you're inside your heart, the Holy Spirit guides you away from trouble. You have to listen to him. This is how things are supposed to be in a Christian's life, but nowadays <laughs> you may think that when you're going to church there's so many people who have the same faith as you have. Well, I'm sorry to give you uh, to bust the bubble. No, most people are professing Christianity, but their lives are contrary to what they profess. Okay, so today many 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 of these professed Christians and people they reject Jesus by their actions and their words uh, so look look at the um the pharisees who are so religious and i i compare them to today's hierarchy religious hierarchy and i'm sorry for saying that uh it may offend some people but this is the truth this is how it it is to me the pharisees the sadducees they were religious they were priests of the old testament you know the old Temple, they were priests, right? And they were giving uh, blessings, they were giving um, sacrifices, well, apart from Simeon and Anna, who are waiting for the coming of the Messiah, the only religious priests. And she was almost like a nun because, of course, being married to seven husbands and she had no kids, she decided to spend all her time in the temple. So we can just say they represent the religious hierarchy of today so the truth be told they waited and they saw the miracle they saw the miracle they believed in Christ and the Messiah and they were saved of course they're saints in heaven now but the majority of all the rest the hierarchy the lay people who only wanted miracles you can just see the kinds of people that were existing then they followed Jesus because of the miracles but at the end when Jesus was being arrested Guess what? Everybody turned their backs except for the Blessed Mother and perhaps one other disciple of Jesus, who's John. Everybody else just turned their backs and they said, oh my gosh, we do not know him. We do not know who that Jesus is. We Actually, that's how these professing Christians are. They'll be like, oh, really? And then when, when, when the trials hit them, just as in the parable of the sower, they kind of like, oh my gosh. I am not there. I don't even know who this Jesus you're talking about. And of course, wouldn't defend him. And we like, no, we, we we just don't know what you're talking about. So please get us out. We just don't understand what you're talking about. Okay. So that is how everything usually is. The first minute you have like lots of followers. Hundreds. Thousands. It was the same thing with Fatima. There was 50. There was 2,000. There was 100,000. And Millions were going to see the Blessed Mother afterwards things started declining after Vatican 2 and everything was like We just do not know who that woman is. We've never seen her and really we just really don't care We we have uh, our lives to think about okay, so we don't know what she was talking about and yeah, and they'll close on So to top it all off I believe Bible to be true the scriptures that have been predicted especially the New Testament with the predictions of the last times is completely accurate about godlessness reigning in this earth yeah but people will have a form of godliness but they will be denying the power of God they'll be denying Jesus they will be denying Jesus who actually bought them you know so this is how what I have been saying about the runaway bride and the new mystical bride of Christ who are very different and of course if one bride does not come back to the fold does not come back to Christ as they should then they will be cut off they're actually these are cutting off they're continuing veering away from the true way of Christ or following Christ and so what happens they are cut off already they're cut off from communication with him they're cut off receiving blessings and graces that they're supposed to receive they have been cut off because God is continuously trying to get some of these people in the bride of Christ to get out of that um, that branch that has veered away from him this is what Jesus is trying has been trying to do throughout the centuries that's why he will come and you know to the elect okay there are elect people who are, he's been coming to in every denomination there are the elect so you cannot say that one is who and who this are this other one only the, that jesus only comes to this kind of sector or this kind of group of people that it doesn't happen that way cuz in 18, 1844 he came to Ellen white he jesus wanted to, uh, to reform the church the one which had run away the, bride, the runaway bride but she refused and so what happens the that the, the that angels message which has been preached he said is says that you come out of that Bride or else you're going to receive the mark because we have to study these brides uh, These are uh, messages of uh, the church that have been given and uh, specifically three uh, Messages uh, by the three angels who are supposed to spread the message that You know the kingdom of Christ has come down, you know, um come out of how my people uh the mark you will or you will receive the mark of the beast and all that so this all this that we have to see the bigger picture in seeing how things fit in in our world today because we need to know which side are we are you on is it the runaway bride of christ or the new mystical bride of christ who are actually one hundred and forty-four thousand. Uh, the same number amount of number that exists in heaven is the same number that will exist on earth Here This the new mystical bride So those people who are still stuck up on one side this side where the bride of Christ and they believe that These people know what they're doing and they know where they're going eventually you'll be led uh, into a kind of a self delusion because Jesus uh, has written in the scriptures that I will send a strong delusion that these people actually believe they're you know they belong to my kingdom, but it's a delusion for them to you know to make them think that they are part of my kingdom. They're deluding themselves, they're deceiving themselves, and they have been sent this strong delusion to believe a lie that they are the true bride of Christ. Okay, so eventually the runaway bride of Christ becomes the false or the fake bride of Christ, and they believe that they are the true bride of Christ, but in the other sense of the word, Jesus does not see them as the true bride of Christ. He sees them as the false, the fake bride of Christ. Okay? The false bride of Christ who actually believe that they are the true bride of Christ. And this is how it is today. You can go to any church, you can go to any kind of religious organization and you will see that they believe that they are the true bride of Christ. Any kind of anywhere where you go you will find in every denomination today, I know there are more than two thousand denominations. They will believe to be the true and the ultimate brides of Christ. Okay, including Catholicism, and I'm talking that in a good way. And people who are part of it, I am sorry, but there's this. Um, if, if if I was to give you a book you can read, uh, called. Divine appeals of the eucharist by sister Anna Ali and when I was doing um, a survey about the book I I asked questions about the book about the divine which was meant to be read by the Catholic Church Which Jesus wanted uh, the world to know or the you know the church to know about to make corrections in the eucharist? Uh, but the truth is it didn't happen and I'm gonna ask again to be sure Okay did Jesus Christ want the divine appeal to be read by the whole world did he want the the, the book itself to be known by the whole world and uh, I'm getting a forward movement yes you wanted the book to be known and was the book um is the book acknowledged in the catholic church movement no it's not acknowledged Jesus wanted it uh, published for the Catholic Church and and to go beyond the walls of the Catholic Church to be known by the world that is what actually I've been getting this whole time and then I asked uh, is Jesus happy is he happy that uh, does he see as if the book was actually spread to the world is he happy does he believe okay that the book was actually spread does he feel that the world knows he's about his appeals I'm getting a sideways answer no no he's not happy that um, the world uh, doesn't know about their appeals. so I keep getting the same answers anytime. I do these kinds of um but even even without the Rosary using the Rosary, I still get answers from Our lady and she and Jesus Christ himself, of course, when he comes sometimes you'll see him, he's sad that he this kind of book I ask those kinds of questions. This book was not spread the way it should have been. I mean there are so many messages that Jesus himself has brought. In, within this church, you know, this this now runaway bride of Christ, he has brought these messages, and he wanted these messages known for all the world. And obviously, these messages were were not known because the church decided, well, we are the ones who decide uh, who is actually listening to Jesus and who isn't. And so that's the kind of problem because they don't they don't use the Holy Spirit to discern; they don't have the gift of the Holy Spirit. And also do not show the are uh, outward fruits of the Holy Spirit because if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you you have to act with love you have to act with fairness there has to be some kind of fairness because you cannot just decide to judge someone without really kind of like investigating deeper what this person is saying is true because you cannot just decide all oh, those things are not, are not supernatural because if, if you say that something is not supernatural and yet the person who experienced and the people who saw be, uh, witnesses, they saw this as a supernatural experience. So, in this process where many people kind of like are not understanding how the dy- dynamics of this situation is, and especially in regards to the churches today, and... <laughs> Because for me I've done a lot of history and I just wanted I didn't do history to just study exams I wanted to know about the history especially of the church the history of religion the history of everything that is spiritual concerning the spiritual world and I needed to know why is it that because I was watching like a movie like people believe in magical keys, you know, the lock and key, uh, this series I've been watching, and and you're like, adults don't remember anything. They don't know anything about magical keys. They don't know anything about that other realm that exists. They're like, oh, really, there's another realm that exists? Oh, whatever. People just live the normal life, and they just, like, you know, it's just normal to them. Like, those kinds of things don't exist to them. It's like, this is how, it's more like, um, Uh, Charlie and the chocolate factory there's all these beautiful chocolates in one way these chocolates look absolutely delicious to eat and there are people who will always like make a quick stop and like oh my gosh I want that chocolate I want this other chocolate and you're like admiring this from afar but then there's somebody calling you and and telling you it's dangerous to take those chocolates (laughs) You know what I mean? And they're like, oh no, look at you. These chocolates look absolutely delicious. We just need to just have a taste. It's not really bad. And even when you read about the pre progress, you realize that very few Christians will ever leave the city of distraction. uh, those professing Christians, or anyone uh, who is really determined to follow Christ very few will leave the city of destruction. So there's all these, you know, uh, clubs and there's all these worldly pleasures that, you know, Satan offers to the to people today. And there's so many. And people will be like, oh, my gosh. And even if you're a Christian and because you're not a family rooted in God's word, you're not rooted and you're not even keen in following Jesus, you'll be like, you'll be swayed by this a beautiful um arrays of the city of destruction because they have so many things they have so many things that entice people and people fall into it and you know you try and preach to them oh Jesus they say tell you well go take your Jesus somewhere else not in this place okay that's how most people behave today yet you hear that they go to church and you wonder What sort of people go to church that actually behave like this and talk like this and actually are dismissive, okay? Dismiss you like you're some sort of a nuisance in their lives. I mean, it's serious. And that's how exactly Princess Diana felt when she was married to Charles. Like, you're married to this royal institution. It's so huge. It's so big. They go to church, by the way. (laughs) Don't forget it they they go to church all of them to the church of england <laughs> guys this is just typical because if i was to give you like many examples of how i see the institution in regards to people who are actually wanting to find love like oh yes she, princess diana wanted to find love but guess what do you really think that this royal family that actually pretends to go to church every sunday and even if Queen Elizabeth has been the head of the Church of England like should actually they would actually behave like Christians well no they, perhaps they're polite only when they're meeting people outside you don't know what happens in the inside and you can see on the inside it's so chaotic you wonder what's going on people are like putting up a front a front that they are so good people are so good in putting up fronts and and pretending to be charitable pretending to be kind you know, on the outside to people actually who they love and who they know. And then they'll be like in the inside when when you go, when they go back home, they're like monsters. Like you stare at the mirror and you wonder if this is the same person who was just outside uh, a second ago saying that they were actually such having such a wonderful time. They have beautiful husbands and beautiful family and all that. They talk nicely. But when you're with them, they're like, you are stupid. You go to hell and all that stuff that's how it is See, so if i was even to start telling you about oh my god she this woman princess Diana who wanted love trying to find love with someone who was actually in love with someone else or with love with the world okay in other words that's how i compare this royal you know couples because i could say charles represents the world princess diana represents almost like christ and she's like oh i'm searching for love i just want love and i i tried finding this love with this person who is worldly and i didn't find it instead i found a very cold heart it was dismissive they hate me and you know blocking her and making her look like she's not even part of the royal family and it's it's that's how exactly how the world treats people who actually are following christ that's how you should be treated. that's how you know you're a true christian so i'm gonna come up with another whole episode of talking about this and Revealing to you the history and how the Reformation began and how it it kind of branched, and 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 why our Blessed Mother has been coming every time. They're not happy people. They've not been happy about this runaway Bride of Christ. Cause if they were coming with good news and telling these people, "Oh, you brides, you are my brides of Christ," you know, you you have been doing such great. I'm here to reward you. I'm here to give. But every time Jesus and the Blessed Mother have come to this. Runaway Bride of Christ. What was the answer? I mean, what, you, what, what, what was the message? The main message was repent. Repent and turn back to me. It like, it's not telling you like uh, directly. Like, hi, Runaway Brides. I think you've run away from me. You need to come back. You have run away from me. You need to come back to my city. My city is just waiting for you. You need to come back. Hey, Runaway Brides. Are you hearing me? Are you listening to me? You need to change your ways. You have changed. Ah, uh, the sacraments that you're doing right now—they don't represent me anymore. You have to change them. You have to. Add, uh, you don't have to change the liturgy. Changing it is dangerous. Why would they even come and say that? If okay, if they were going to um reward people, reward this church that has run away, and why is it always they come? They are always not happy. They're not happy. You can all see all these apparitions, guys. You can even check them yourself you can read all the operations and you can realize that Jesus the Blessed Mother have not come happy they've not come happy and saying oh I've come to a word you're just such good servants you're such good Christians no they've always come asking people to repent asking the world they need to change their ways if they continue following this path they're gone they're lost you need to pray for the sinners church pray for them you're not doing that you need to do that so we'll talk about that in another other episode. I hope you stay tuned and, and thank you so much for tuning in and I'll keep up. Uh, the updates will be coming. So thank you so much and I pray that you be okay and you're safe. And let's just see what uh, lies ahead of us, okay? Especially this year and next year. So let's just keep in touch. Thank you so much. And.